It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Living Your Purpose podcast. I'm Peter Nielsen. I'm here with my lovely wife, Joyce, and we're excited to be here. I mean, we just got back from a wonderful event with um, Zervita, a company I've been with for over 10 years, going to be 11 years this uh, July, and uh, we're in the wellness business. We sell uh, supplement products, and um, it was wonderful to be in Houston, Texas, and for all the people that were there that came, just thank you. It was wonderful seeing people after a huge pandemic, haven't really been to live events uh, for our company for, for almost four years. So kudos to God, kudos to all of you for showing up, and we're really excited. We came out with a new um, a new coffee that really is um, for the brain. It's just got antioxidants and, and phytochemicals that are just wonderful for uh, brain power. So um, we just want to thank each and every one of you that traveled all over the country, some people from other countries, to come and visit our um, Z-Fest uh, 2023. You know, and thank you for everybody that um, has been tuning in. We got a lot of um, wonderful feedback at this convention, at this conference, on people listening to this podcast, whether it's on iTunes or SoundCloud, Spotify, um, social media, uh, Blog Talk Radio, <laughs> You know, so um, thank you, thank you. It just gives us um, just wonderful uh, signs of um, that we're on the right path. You know, when, when you're doing something that you feel called to do, um, and this is so different than the radio or TV show that I've been doing for decades. This is uncut, uncensored, um, really kind of behind the scenes, so to speak, with my lovely wife, Joyce. Um, but it just really makes it real when we hear from each and every one of you. And we do have uh, questions uh, that we'll probably be doing next week, but there's a topic that we're going to be talking about, and why don't you share it with them, uh, Joyce, on what we're going to be talking about today. Well, we're talking about commitment today, and commitment how it has no gray areas. You know, and, and my golly, it's like I think I could talk until the cows jump over the moon about that because, you know, let's just let's just be real right here. A marriage, a relationship, um, raising your children, uh, eating well at the breakfast, lunch, and dinner table, um, there is no gray area. You're either in or you're out. And anything I do in life, I have to make that commitment to myself and God that I'm going to do this, regardless if I have bad days, regardless if things go sideways, regardless if I don't want to work out, regardless if I want to just have a whole pizza, <laughs> you know, I need to make that commitment spiritually from the inside first psychologically, and then I physically need to do that. I need to speak life into myself, champion my own life in doing that. And many people fail, um, in my opinion, uh, because they're ambivalent, because they procrastinate. 
I mean, would you agree? Uh, you know, I couldn't agree any more because when you think about the word ambivalent, I mean, what does it really mean? It's having mixed feelings about something and not being able to choose a course of action. So really, you're stuck with a, with a lack of making a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. Drop mic. I mean, you know, that's exactly why, you know, I've been in the health club um, business. I've been in the wellness industry for decades and um, probably the biggest reason why people fail is because of lack of commitment, because they're unsure of what they want. They're fearful of making that commitment. They don't know. They're overwhelmed. It's, it's exhausting to just think about it. It's like, as I said a moment ago, anything I do, whether it's a business deal, whether it is uh, making a commitment to my children, I need to go through a, th a thought process. And uh, I'll say this, and this is kind of an application that I use in my own life, but be meticulous with your words. Mean what you say and say what you mean. Or shut up. <laughs> you know, or just zip it. Because when I, and I've, I've done it with our stepchildren, if, if I say I'm going to promise, even if I rather have root canal the day that I promise something, I'm going to do it because all we have is our word. So not only is commitment a, a huge uh, word, an action word in my life, but if we're not committed, we're wishy-washy, we're kind of like in that gray area, and that is not a good place to be. Um, that actually bleeds into lack of character, lack of integrity. You may say, well, how is that? Well, well, really, integrity is doing things, you know, that you need to do, even if no one's looking. And character is is you being a, a man or a woman of your word and, and, and honoring that commitment that you said you were going to. I mean, it's unfortunate, but marriages nowadays, it's like, you know, the next best thing that comes around the corner if things are getting a little heated or we're having a tough, you know, moment or we're in the desert for a season. Um, seasons are, aren't all just like harvest time. We go through a drought. We go through a rainy season. We go through digging up stuff and, and really getting that ground ripe and enrich the soil beneath us so that we can really have that harvest time. But it has everything to do with commitment. So, you know, I think one of the biggest things that each and every one of you need to ask yourself is if you're going to speak something or if you're going to tell somebody to be, you're going to be at a health club, you know, at, at 730 tomorrow morning and you don't make it there, it's not only affecting when you're not committed to something, it's not only affecting you, but it's affecting someone else. So, you know, be mindful of that. But I think that whether you're fighting an addiction, 
whether you want a better marriage or maybe maybe you want a marriage, period, you want to meet the, the love of your life, you need to be committed and on a, a straight and narrow path. And what is attractive in a person? Um, a man or a woman of their word, a person that has character integrity, a person that says what they mean and mean what they say. Those are all things that go into a person's mind and heart and soul. So, you know, I love to talk about this because I think one of the biggest ingredients to anyone when it comes to their success, whether it's in bodybuilding like with me or or having a physical challenge and wanting to get healthy, uh, wanting to reconcile or better intimacy in any relationship with your children or a marriage is you need to commit and stay on course. Now, things do change, but you need to truly be committed because when one is committed and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to ask you, it's like, we're very committed to each other and it's like when I feel your commitment from the inside out, you know, even if there's things sometimes that you may not may not be on the top 10 list of you wanting to do or something, you've made a commitment or you made a promise and you <laughs> stick with it. You do. Well, and, and that's a huge thing right now. Um, it's a lot of people will make your decision based on how you feel and your emotions which goes against the very ideology behind what commitment is. And it, you really have to learn to train yourself not to act on how you feel, but to feel on how you act, on what your actions are. You know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. <laughs> but if and I think both of us have even, in you know, the few years, you know, that we've been together, I think we've learned that individually as well. I mean, it's so important because... Emotions are temporary, but when you truly make a commitment, you know, when the way that you love me or the way that you take care of our children or the way that we are committed to even doing this podcast, it gives me such security and such peace when someone is ambivalent or when someone is a procrastinator, I mean, it gets me nervous. When someone procrastinates, it, it makes me feel like they're on the fence. Like, like I feel like I have to talk them into something. It's exhausting. I mean, correct? Yeah, it can be. And, and it just all comes down to following through and doing things that you promise yourself or whomever, even when you don't feel like it. You know, and I think that commitment makes anybody a better person um, because if someone wants to be a champion, uh, whether it's in your career or if someone wants to truly uh, climb that ladder um, of physical fitness, of health, um, I needed to make a commitment to eat a certain way when I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. 
I mean, I love, just like everybody else, I love fattening food. I always kid around with Joyce. I've never said this. I don't think I've ever said this on my radio show or on my television show. But why are so many overweight people happy? <laughs> it's because they're just eating anything and everything. They're all over the board. And they're obviously, a lot of them are not healthy. Uh, being overweight with obesity, it's going to increase diabetes. It's going to increase obesity, a heart disease, cancer. But the point is, is that they're not committed to anything. They're just free willing themselves from one position to another. But when I was diagnosed and the doctor said I wouldn't live past 20, I did a lot of self-research before I even got into the schooling of nutrition or exercise science, um, mastered nutrition. But before that, I, I mean, this isn't rocket science. If I have a lactose intolerance to dairy products and I love ice cream and I love cheese and I, I love Parmesan cheese on my lasagna, I mean, I could go on and on and on and... I had to make a commitment. I had to make a commitment to myself that I loved myself enough to not overindulge in ridiculousness of eating something that tastes good when it got into my mouth as it went down my throat into my esophagus, realizing it wanted to kill me. It, I couldn't digest it. And then I would be living in the bathroom or bleeding internally. It's like that's the lack of self-control. That's the lack of commitment. So if there's something that you want, if you want to make more money in your career, you got to be committed to, you know, mentally, that mental toughness of moving forward. Um, if you want to be more physically fit or or if you have cancer, or you have a physical challenge, you need to be committed to go through physical therapy or go through physical training, uh, go through a discipline at the breakfast, lunch, and dinner table. Was it hard for me to, to change my eating? Sure. I mean, it takes 21 days to create a good or bad habit. And then I always say it takes six to nine months for it to get into what I call your DNA. So, you know, did it pay dividends? I mean, I feel phenomenal. And I, I say this with humility, I look pretty healthy as well. And it doesn't happen overnight. When people come to my health club, or for, for years, I've had health clubs for 28 consecutive years. I would have people come in and they normally come in, especially people that are overweight or this is a, a, a perfect scenario. This is like a common thing that uh, Mr. Nielsen, my just came back from my cardiologist, says I got to go on a beta blocker, calcium channel blocker. They want to put me on a cholesterol medicine because my blood pressure is high, my cholesterol is high, my sugar's high. Whoa, I mean, this didn't happen overnight. This took years for this person to get into this, this point. And what was it? It was a lack of commitment. It was a lack of self-control. 
So how bad do you want it? I mean, how bad do you truly want to be that best version of yourself? Whether you want to enter a bodybuilding competition, whether you just want to look good on the beach, whether you just want to get off of your blood pressure medicine, whether you want to be that best spouse or mother or father, you got to commit to it. It's not going to just fall on your lap. It's like when people say, oh, Peter, I know every scripture. I pray for this. Listen, faith without what? Action is dead. (laughs) You could have all the dreams in the world, and if you don't commit to it, put in the sweat equity, no one's going to work out for you. No one's going to train for you. No one's going to cook for you. I mean, I have an amazing wife, and she's an amazing chef. But at the same time, I have to be diligent to have that um, commitment, have that self-control that I'm not going to... Now, now, let's be honest. We have children in the house. So we're not, we're not some drill sergeants. I mean, we want to promote good health, but there's still, there's still, you know, some things that children want to eat that are there. Now, if I had certain things, um, it may bother me because of the Crohn's. But I have to be committed to myself. And if I could... Commitment has a lot to do with self-love. And you may say, well, how, did, how is that related, Peter? Well, I want, before I got married to Joyce, I was, I was single. For, I've been divorced for 19 years. And I was committed not to settle. I didn't need a relationship. I didn't need a, a warm body, 986 you know, hanging around me to make me feel good. I felt good by myself. God truly has healed me. So my point is, is that I was committed not to sell out. And I knew what I knew what I knew that I wanted. If I was going to meet somebody, I wanted God to truly bring that person into my life, call that person into my life. And then I wanted to feel like a better version of myself and then make a commitment for the rest of my life to choose this person, put this person first because love is a choice. Forgiveness is a choice. And the first thing I say to Joyce every morning is, and I could be sick. I could be tired. I could be, right? I say, I choose you. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I need to say this, babe. I mean, I believe with all my heart that before you even met me, you made a commitment to God that you wanted more. And and I believe, and we never even had this exact conversation, but Mm -hmm. I believe that you truly were committed. If God was going to bring you something that you prayed for for years, you were going to commit the rest of your life to that. Uh, Yes, and I did. I had that moment. Many of those moments, but... <laughs> right, and it's, yeah. it's beautiful because, like, I'm just going to say it. I mean, we were at this conference this weekend from Wednesday to... Such great energy. Sunday. What beautiful energy. I just got to thank, you know, my partner, CEO of Zervita, Jay Schaefer, and his lovely wife, Susie Schaefer. Just all the people from all over the country... There was just such love and light radiating from that building, from that uh, conference center, uh, from the people, from their hearts. 
Um, but the thing that was mind-boggling to me was people that we never, ever met, they came up to us and what did they say to us? I mean, they, they were like, it was like a confirmation. They were like, they were like, you know, we see Peter, he's happy, but... <laughs> but he seems so much happier even when you're together. And, yeah. And in people that we do know. And a shout out to Holly and Jamie if you're listening. <laughs> we always get lots of love from you. Oh, we my golly. They so gave much. us a beautiful card. Yes. And they're another great example of commitment. Yeah. They're just committed to their family, to yeah. each other. And when you get in your own bubble and you commit yourself to that that love, that family, that unity, I believe then you, you're going to radiate um, this amazing love and light and hope and joy and peace from God, from Jesus. I mean, that's our belief. That's, that's my GPS. That's how I, I rock and roll every day. But when you have two people, when you have two people, it could be in business, it could be in a marriage, uh, when you have two people that are committed to each other and for the same cause, man, you better, <laughs> you better watch out because that is just potent stuff. I mean, you know, they don't, they didn't make up that name, dy a dynamic duo for nothing because I even had pastors tell me, Peter, you're good at what you do, but when God calls a, your wife into this picture, it's going to take, Everything you've done, your ministry, everything that you've done, purpose-filled to the next stratosphere. Well, that's why God created women, honey. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean, I just love this word commitment, and, and it means so much to Joyce and I, and it really, really does. Um, I mean, just so many wonderful, successful people. Some of the most successful people that I've, I've ever been um, or had the pleasure to meet um, or know, um, they've been through some of the most severe storms of their lives. Storms that would knock out just a regular person forever. Take them off course and they're done. They're cooked. But you have a person that is committed, that makes that commitment. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a deal changer. It's a life changer. So what I say before we we end this, this episode is that are you committed? Are you in? Or are you out? Are you hot? I mean red hot. Or are you lukewarm? Biblically, and it, it, it touches my heart, there's scriptures in the Bible that says, that the Lord says, you're either in or you're out. I want you red hot. If you're lukewarm or you're cold, I will spit you out and not know you. I mean, that's not me saying it. It's not Peter's principles. This is truly our creator who wants us red hot, committed first to him. Then to your spouse, then to your children, then to your, your occupation or your calling. If you follow those simple godly principles, it will blow your mind. It will change the course of your life. It will change the end game. 
And that's what my hope and my prayer is for each and every one of you. I'm not the smartest person. I'm not the most fit man in the world. Um, but I'm telling you right now, I'm probably one of the most committed human being souls that one can meet for number one, Jesus. Number two, my wife. Number three, my children and family. And number four, the calling that God has put on my life since I've been 15. If you can take this simple application, pray about it, um, decompress on it, and, and be true to yourself. Journal it, write it down. But you could have all the money in the world. Eventually, it will implode if you don't have a true commitment to the calling that God has put in your life. Yeah, you could have fun. You could buy certain things. But if you don't have commitment, you're not going to have fulfillment. If you don't have fulfillment, you're not living a purposeful life. And that's one of the reasons why we put this podcast together. Because living your purpose, everyone has a purpose. We're made for purpose. We were born on purpose. We live with individual purposes that God has burnt in your heart. Find it. Never stop being curious. I know people that are 50 or 60 or 70 that says, Peter, I still don't know my purpose. Stay curious. Children do. As we get older, we don't stay curious. You know, children are like sponges. They absorb everything. They try things. They get burnt. They get back up. And they keep going. Because they're truly curious, adventurous and when they are, they find things they like. When they find things they like, they literally collide with their purpose. And that's what I challenge each and every one of you. Why just live life on the sidelines? Why just, you know, be status quo? Why just live from month to month? Why be in a relationship or an occupation that you just don't like? It may even be toxic. You may be living paycheck to paycheck. And you know that statistics say 78% of people in this country, if they missed more than two paychecks, they'd be living on the street. And you may say, what does it have to do with everything you just talked about? You need to be committed. You need to first make a commitment to God. You need to make a commitment to yourself, love yourself enough, and know that this life is a vapor. It's it's just, it passes us by so quickly. So stop dilly-dallying. Stop saying, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Stop procrastinating. Stop being ambivalent where you're like one foot in, one foot out of this relationship. I'll see if there's something better. I can't make a decision. I'll think about it. That is a bunch of crock, with all due respect. Get your you-know-what together. Let's live this amazing life, but it starts and it ends with you. And I'll leave you with this thought, and my lovely wife knows she was there in the audience, and I said this. you got to have a vision. A man or a woman without a vision will always go back to their past. And if you don't have a vision, you're lost. You're just 
You're just going through the motions. And when people say, Peter, since this pandemic, I'm stuck. The only reason why you're stuck is because you don't have a plan for your future. And when you truly dream again, when you believe again, when you have hope again, you start getting closer and closer to living your purpose. And when you live your purpose, it's very, very intentional. Very intentional. Everything I say, and you could ask my wife, sometimes she'll look at me and she'll give me kind of like, you know, like a like a look like, because she knows. I don't just say something just to say it. I say things for a reason. It could be to remind somebody. It could be sometimes a cutting reminder. <laughs> it could be a loving compliment. It could be a mind-provoking, spiritual-provoking co- comment. But I'm intentional on what I say. Do I make mistakes? Absolutely. Every day I fall short on living in Christ. But every day I have an opportunity to get it better. So as we leave today, my hope, my prayer is that if you do live in that world of ambivalence, if you do live and people laugh and say, oh my golly, you know, or you could even be at a party. I am just a procrastinator. Guess what? That's nothing to be proud about. Get it together. Be definitive. Be either all in or get the heck out. And I hope that you're taking that with love. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not being arrogant for people that know me. I don't need to do this. I I feel called and have a desire to love on each and every one of you. I am not, and Joyce is not perfect, but we want to give just little nuggets. And a lot of them are nuggets on mistakes that we made that we learned from, from God himself. <laughs> you know, right? You know, babe, if people want to ask questions or be on the show, how can they reach us? Yes, please do. You can find us on social media under Peter and Nielsen, or you can send an email to Peter at PeterNielsen.com. We'd love to get your feedback and answer your questions. And just for the record, I am so in love with this woman. (laughs) This is just like Disney World to me. I just enjoy my life and... My goal is that we hear from you on how you have made a breakthrough, how how you're thriving, how you're enjoying your life, how your dreams are starting to come to fruition. That's what my desire is. So I hope that each and every one of you have an amazing week. And until next week, it's Peter and Joyce Nielsen with Living Your Purpose. God bless everyone.